It's finally Friday, everybody. Everybody out there is doing well, and uh, it may be Thursday night when you're listening to this, because I may get this out pretty quick, just depending what time zone. I tell you what, if you're in the central time zone, or if you're in the this where this damn cold weather is, it is freaking ridiculous. It was a hundred pile, a a uh, hundred pile uh, car, or hundred car pile up in Dallas today earlier this morning and thank god i don't know if anybody was hurt i hope not but this nurse i saw this story of this nurse uh she was in the pileup and she still made it to work so god bless our first responders and those you know people i mean that was crazy but if you've seen the the footage it looks like something out of a movie or something it's crazy but anyway, I, w- I recorded a bunch of videos on YouTube tonight, and I wanted to give you guys the audio over here, uh, but I wanted to talk about a couple of things before I get into that, and I want to play a video that I can't put on YouTube because it might get taken down for medical misinformation or, uh, I don't know, it might get co- like it might get taken down for copyright, I don't know. But I, I'm really, I'm really pushing it with this one video that I have, so I don't want to push any any further, if that makes sense. But in this podcast, I'm of course going to be talking about the Gina Carino situation. I'm going to be talking about Dave Ramsey is canceled. I'm going to be talking about um, mask, COVID cancel culture censorship, um, Instagram, I I think over in the UK, Instagram, Facebook is wanting to delete, uh, DM messages. Uh, and I don't know if that's just for the, for the UK It may be for the worldwide. I don't know. I don't know. But I saw that, and if you want to, like I said, these are up on YouTube. If you want to watch, they're they're organized in in individual videos. But I'm just giving you the segment, and I think I'm going to do it for that, like that for now on, because it's so much easier. Uh, it's actually way less time consuming to do it that way, and so I can just record an intro, give the audio to you guys. But I wanted to. Uh, add something to the Gina Carino situation. Uh, basically, it's so it's so ironic that she would... Like, if you don't know the situation, basically, she was fired for being conservative. And, and, and later on in the show, I talk about that more, but um, it's kind of funny. Or not really funny. It's kind of ironic that she was uh, fired for being conservative. And Disney was like, well, that's not true, uh, but we'll fire you. Like, basically, she was calling out the persecution of conservatives was really bad, comparing it to the Holocaust, to the Jews, which I don't really agree with that uh, statement, but okay. I mean, I think it's it's still not as bad as what other people that work for Disney talk about or put on social media and so but first 
this episode is brought to you by uh, my website. If you want to go over there and support the podcast, there's a donate tab. If you want to add a couple bucks to the PayPal tip jar, uh, 76 coffee is still going. And I had some, I've been having some for the last month and I don't know what's in that thing. What's, what's in that coffee, but it, it just makes you feel good. It, it makes you feel good. It's better than any other coffee on the planet. Hands down. So go pick you up some 76 coffee over on okiepatriot76.com. Also, I'm putting out another album, or a new EP, which I'm really excited about. I just recorded the last song yesterday. I've been working on it. Basically, since I got banned off of YouTube uh, that um, first week of January, uh... I started on that, uh, on that, and, uh, so I have my new album out, One Man Band. I know I don't talk about that a lot, but you you can go check that out. It's out now, and my Spotify numbers and everything else is growing, so I appreciate that. I, I really do for listening, and I'm finally being added to Playlist, and I'm on the radio, on Spotify, and things like that, and... You know, I, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's crazy. So I, I got this EP. It has six songs, and it's coming out very, very soon. But it's going to be available on my website first, and I'm going to make it where you can basically buy something, and you'll get a free download. So, like, if you buy a deal of coffee or a T-shirt, or I'm going to put the album cover like a re- this really cool album cover on a t-shirt and you can so basically you go buy the whatever it is and you get a free digital download plus I actually I don't know if I'm actually I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that but I was thinking about like giving you guys the iTunes like gifting you the the iTunes download as well but you can just take the the audio that you get and upload it to your computer and then put it on your phone. So anyway, that that's coming out. It's going to be out like in a couple days, like next week on my website. Um, but it's going to be available everywhere in March. So speaking of music, um, I don't know what happened. Tom McDonald, his like, uh, I guess I can talk about him for a second. He's been blowing up on on social media. He finally got like a Fox News interview and a uh, Glenn Beck spot. He's been blowing up. I don't really like the fake woke song as much as Cancelled. I don't know if you follow Tom McDonald. I'm not really a big rapper guy. I, I, I don't really like mainstream rap or anything because it's pushing the same thing. It's kind of like mainstream country. Um, but I, I really have been getting into Tom McDonald and also Burden is another guy that I've been really getting into and he's putting out a new song this week. It may have already dropped. I haven't checked it yet, but, uh, but Burden is a really talented guy and he's a Trump supporter and, uh, but I mean, that shouldn't matter with the arts. It, you know, shouldn't matter, but uh, 
it kind of does to me because it, it there's there's so much crap in the mainstream media or the music industry that you almost have to be that way uh, for me to listen to it. So if you want me to listen to it, they almost have to be a conservative or not. Uh, like, cause like in the music industry, you're, you're one way. And this is what we're going to talk about in this episode with this Gina Carino situation. You're one way, or you have to vote a certain way. You have to do this and think this and and you have to support gay marriage and be you know support you know transgenders and you know and do all this kind of stuff and i have no problem with that it's america you can do whatever you want but i just don't agree with it and they're pushing it down people's throats like it's it it should be normal and i'm sorry but i don't think gay marriage should be normal or a transgender in a female bathroom should be normal. So, uh, you almost have to be... So that's why I like people like uh, John Rich, Buddy Brown, uh, people who are conservative in the music industry. Um... And I don't know about Tom McDonald. He's, I think he's leaning. Maybe he's more libertarian. But he's, but he's Canadian. He, he's from Canada. Uh, so I don't think it really matters. He can't, I don't know if he can vote. But anyway. I like the, the cancelled song. It's really, it's probably his best song. But everybody's checking out Fake Woke. But if you haven't checked out Tom McDonald, you're missing out on some good music and i've been like i've been checking them out since um i can't remember the song uh but one of his first songs one of his first music videos uh he did and i saw it on a on youtube somebody was reviewing it, like a big channel I, I don't know if you watch anthony fantano I don't like, and, and that's another channel. I, I can't, I can't agree. Like, that's one thing I can't stand. Is is I go to, you know, uh, watch these channels that are not political to escape politics, right? And this guy talks about music. He reviews albums and things like that. And there's been several times in the past four years where he brought up political issues. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. You don't, you, like, you're not, start a political channel if you want that to be your thing, but you're talking about music, you shut up and talk about music. And I know you're probably thinking the same thing, like, oh, he's talking about music, I subscribe for politics. It's kind of different, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard, like, everything's political. I was watching a live stream on Facebook that... Um, like the my weatherman, he does like a live stream on Facebook at night, and I don't have cable, so I'm just, I, everything I get is, is is online. So, um, and I don't really have time to watch TV. Like people are like, oh, you need to get an antenna TV, like an antenna deal. I'm good. I don't need to watch. 
<laughs> I'm good. But anyway, people were fighting over like election fraud stuff in the comments. And he was talking about like this big storm coming through. Everything is political nowadays. So I guess everybody's like has to have an opinion or everybody's forced to talk about it. Um, but anyway, another artist that I don't really like, I actually can't stand their music, but it, 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 it comes to find out that they're actually independent. And the reason they can talk about that kind of stuff or this kind of stuff is they own their own stuff. And so like a lot of people are talking about Morgan Wallen and it's not Morgan Wallen. I, like I like Morgan Wallen, but a lot of people are, are saying Morgan Wallen should go independent. And if you missed, he put like an apology video up. I, I, and I, and I watched that and I thought he was reading off of a, of a script or something for the whole six minutes or whatever. Uh, but a lot of people were saying Morgan Wallen should go independent and that should be, I mean, that could be a huge problem for Morgan. Uh, but anyway, I might have to make a video on my other channel talking about that. But what I was going to say is this other artist, Pitbull, I, I don't really care for his music. He did this. He did that song uh, with Blake Shelton a couple of years ago. It was basically like a PR thing because Pitbull's from Miami and Blake Shelton opened up his bar in Miami and it was like a you know, like a PR thing. So, um, it was really bad. It was really cringe. But, I want to play this clip um, talk, of him on a podcast. Um, it's like five minutes. And, and you notice, he talks about a lot of things. He talks about these leaders are... These leaders in America, the president of the United States, Biden, and these governors are using this virus to get power. And he's basically talking about these kids today are so focused on social media. And he basically compares social media to a drug. And, and there's a lot in that five-minute clip, but the, I, I find it kind of interesting that they, they cut him off. Because he was going, and 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 they cut him off, and they changed the subject because they they didn't want to hear. But and it's like a it's a rap podcast. But if you want to watch the full podcast, it's on Revolt TV. It, it was posted about four months ago, but it's been going viral this week. Um, so but there's a lot there. I I, I don't really I, I don't really like his music. I went back and checked just to make sure. I was like, oh, do I really like his music? I don't. I don't really care for it, but uh, I like what he had to say. It was. It really blew my mind that a mainstream artist. I, you know, like you think like everybody's like Cardi B, like dumb as hell. But that's why I like podcasts so much because it kind of exposes people for the for the good or for the bad. Right? You can you can get what they have to say. Or you can see how dumb, like that, like that um, HR, or not that HR, that H3 podcast, that dumbass girl that's always on there. I don't watch that, but I've seen clips. Like, you know what I'm talking about if, if you've been online, but it's the H3 
Ian uh, Ian Klein podcast. And that, I don't know her name, and I don't care, but that dumbass girl. And it seemed like, I hope that people like that are faking that. But it, you know, and I hope that like someone like Cardi B is faking that, but why would you fake being stupid? That's, that, but, but anyway, it really blew my mind that, that, that Pitbull is this smart about things. It, it almost makes me want to buy the album or his album, even though I don't like it. Because I'm like, oh, this... I mean, it seems like he's really dedicated to his fans and really loves his fans and has a, you know... That's great if you like his music. I, it's not my cup of tea, but... After that, it's going to be little segments. It's going to sound weird. I, I don't know. Maybe not, but... Uh, after the after the Pitbull clip, it's going to uh, have segments, and that's going to be the end of the show. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, uh, I'm, I'm off social media for a while. Uh, I'm checking Twitter. I'm doing podcasts every once in a while or every week. Um, I'm still checking social media, but it's not as much. I'm not keeping up with posting. And, you know, the censorship has gotten crazy. Oh, oh, oh that's another thing I forgot to talk about. Um, <clears throat> is Robert Kennedy Jr., they pulled his Instagram because he was always talking about anti-vax stuff. So that's one thing I'm scared about is it doesn't really matter who you are anymore. They're going to pull you down. Um, and also Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe just got his Twitter back about 30 minutes ago. I think he posted something I, I saw. I, I don't know about the Project Veritas, but I'm, it's it's good that they got it back. I don't know the situation entirely, but you can check out his Twitter. But um, anyway, let's get into the show. And uh, here's Pitbull. Check it out. Somebody else right now. Mm. But either or, uh, in this day and age, mm. I'm hoping that people see as quick as you get it. It's like dope money. Come quick, leave quicker. So mm. when it comes to this technology, exactly what it is. You got instant gratification thing. You can touch as many people with it as quick as they want to go. Mm. They can pull it from you. Mm. And right now we're talking about, are we talking about a virus? Mm. A virus, that's what we talk about, SIRS, MERS, BIRD, swine, Ebola, now Corona. Like, come on, folks. I mean, you got to really, you got to read the tea leaves, bro. You got to, the devil's in the details. And with that said is, if you look at the recovery numbers on what we're talking about, I don't know what it is, but I guess the flu went on vacation on this year. Heart attacks went on vacation. Everything went on vacation this year when it came to, I'm talking about, you know, what we're going through right now. And let's just call a spade a spade. And the reason I can have this conversation is because my family comes from communism. They fled communism. They had everything taken away from them. Everybody got murdered. Everybody got killed. And that's the reason me being a first generation Cuban American, or maybe us being first generation Cuban Americans, I look at freedom and I appreciate that shit. I appreciate opportunity. I appreciate anything that you give me. All I need is a little slip, partner, and I got you. And that comes from the fact that when a Castro took over everything, and I'm looking at what's going on right now, the only person here that's hot, 38 hot, is Castro. He's going, y'all did it with a virus? Shit. Y'all took over the world with a virus? Y'all gotta be kidding me. He had missiles pointed to the United States of America during the Russian Missile Crisis, wow. during the Bay of Pigs and what they went, went on through. So, 
this shit gets deep. The only thing is, is do you want to realize how deep it is? You know, that's, that's the way I look at this shit. And even going into this, I don't know if y'all know about this, but might as well put it out there, especially in y'all show, because y'all got folks that need this more than anybody. We all need it. There's a, there's a, a rehearsal that went, on, that went on before this whole shit is called Event 201. October 18th, 2019, this shit came out. It was ran by the John Hopkins University, which is in cahoots with Bill Gates, Melinda Gates Foundation. And this was a complete rehearsal of what we did right now. You can yeah. look at this up. They Don't had a patent, too, just to let them know. They, yeah. they names and they had a patent. patent for yeah. coronavirus. From 2004, they, uh, like a patent. A they patent. Name, they names is on it. So therefore, you have a segment where it says, segment, financial, what we gonna do? Segment, travel, what we gonna do? Segment, what we gonna do when it comes to online? And, and it said, if anybody is not a part of the narrative, we're going to take it off, off online, which to me smells like communism. Yeah. You feel me? And obviously, that's what our families live through, and I'm sure all of our families have similar stories. After Buddy and them did that, which the main doctor that was there, his name was George Fugao. I might not remember the verse of fucking... The, the verse I was trying to spit, but I remember George you remember Fugal. Fugal. All right. George Fugal is the main doctor for the CDC in China and a virologist out of Wuhan. They real shit now. Wow. Right? Listen, we here. Now, here's where I go. After all of that, it happens to be about a month later, all the main CEOs in the world, major companies, resign. About a thousand and some change. So that means they pull out high, that means they take the ride high, and then they buy low. Well, everything went whoom. God knows what they did or they didn't do, but I know what I'm talking about. Disney, Hulu, Microsoft, Nike, Wells Fargo, Boeing, you name it, you look at them. And this is the part that I gotta talk to the world about, is that that's the tail wagging the dog, partner. Well, y'all worried about followers and likes and who's on TikTok and Instagram. Mind you, when I was growing up, and Instagram was real simple. Here's a 20 bag, here's an Instagram. No, 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 That's a fact. Listen. Real shit. So I know I'm gonna give you this and you're gonna get high. Now it's like, hey, look, by the way, here's an Instagram. I want you to picture the bag, the product in it, and I promise you it's gonna get you high. Sorry, it's a bunch of bullshit. Now go ahead, do not, your thing, not, man. Not a spill. This is a real champagne opera. See, so he's a champagne guy. Champagne opera. No, no, I know. So when I'm, I'm gonna come back with I'm some. making a new word. Champagne opera. So if you've been on social media in the past uh, few hours or today at all, you know about this Gina Carino story, and uh, basically she was fired from Disney and Lucasfilm. Uh, for having a different opinion than um, Disney, um, basically. And you can make the argument that she was fired for being a conservative. I mean, it's pretty clear, and I'm going to show you, talk about some other Disney people, one of them being her co-stars, or her co-star, made some weird comments and also some other Two other Disney employees that still work for Disney, and their opinion is not offensive. But basically, she made some social media posts criticizing uh, people based on their cultural and 
religious identities, which it called, uh, which which they called um, abhorrent and unacceptable. And so you know the story if you've been following this, but basically this is a post she posted to Instagram. Uh, she was basically. She said this, and this is someone else's post. She posted this on her story. Uh, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government made first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views. Now, it's no secret. Now, you know, before I get into this, uh, I will say, kind of like comparing that to the Holocaust, I don't really agree with. But you have to. I think everybody can agree that conservatives are, are, are kind of treated like second class citizens. It, on social media and in the mainstream media, in in the music industry, if you want a if you want a job in Hollywood, you can't you can't have a different opinion. You have to vote for Joe Biden. You have to think a certain way. And even if you do if like even if you disagree with that, you you can't speak out because you might get fired. So, but this is not her first first uh, controversial tweet or social media post. They were basically looking for reasons to fire her. Because in August of 2020, she was criticized for not supporting BLM on Twitter... She called her critics cowards and bullies, while also liking posts that that denigrated the movement. She also accused transphobia, or was accused of transphobia, when she placed the words "beep bop boop" on her online profile, mocking the people who who do the pronoun for genders. She later deleted the terms, uh, saying that the Mandalorian actor Pedro Pascal helped her understand the meaning behind the pronouns. So let me, I think this is the tweet. Uh, this right here. Speaking of Pedro, he is still employed by Disney, and I think he's he's uh, one of the characters on The Mandalorian. Um, <clears throat> but he sent out this tweet um, back in... Um, uh, back in 2018 and uh, he said this is America and on the top of it it has Germany 1944 and it shows the Holocaust and then it's down at the bottom and has the kids in cages down at the border and it says America 2018 basically comparing what is at the border to the Holocaust now, he's not getting any backlash, or I don't think so. I, I couldn't find anything on that. But what's happening out the border 
is far from what happened in, in the concentration camps. Far. Gina also shared misinformation online about the mask mandates and fairly suggested that the evidence of voter fraud existed. Some critics used the hashtag fire Gina Carino. So basically, people on the left, people on Twitter, were using this hashtag fire Gina Carino. They were trying to get her fired. And so Disney, instead of listening, and, and, and I don't know, I, I think she was really popular with the fans. I'm not really sure. Like I said, it's an unbiased view because I, I, I've never watched the, sh- the show, like a minute of the show. Uh, but instead of listening to their audience, they listen to the people on Twitter because it's better to fire somebody than to be attacked by the leftist mob over on Twitter. She also opened an account on Parler while retaining her other social media accounts. What a crime. What a terrible thing that she did. I mean, that is absolutely like uh, horrible that she opened a Parler account. She should be locked in prison. Um, what else? Oh, this, is, this is the same. Okay. So... Also, this Disney uh, Disney producer back in back in 2018, and I remember this too. I remember this. I, I remember this like it was yesterday because I was like, this guy didn't even get any kind of termination or any kind of con- like this wasn't even any like it wasn't even a problem. This uh, Jack Morrissey put on Twitter fantasizing about kids who wear MAGA hats. And I think this was around the time the Nick Sandman thing happened. So it was a little bit more than two years ago. Whenever that happened the with the Indian guy. It, anyway, he put on Twitter fantasizing about kids who wear MAGA hats. And people who are conservative... He was fantasizing about putting them in a, in a wood chipper. It's a very graphic image. <clears throat> but basically, um, they had a petition. A petition was started for his termination. It got less than a thousand signatures, and he got to keep his job. He was locked out of his Twitter and made all of his uh, tweets private following Twitter's reaction to his violent tweet. Uh, He did speak to uh, this website about his mistake. But, you know, the point is, his Twitter is still up. He still has a job. Also, I remember this a couple years ago. James Gunn was fired, and I think he was rehired. And I, I vaguely remember this. But uh, basically, uh, just James Gunn was basically joking about child pedophile or uh, pedophilia, raping children, just terrible stuff. He got rehired, and I don't know the exact details. You can look into that if you want to. I but I, I vaguely remember that going on a couple years ago. But they they rehired this guy. 
I think they should like there's nothing there's nothing controversial about this post. And one of the posts, the other post was basically I don't have it pulled up here, but one of the other posts that was controversial was calling for a fair election. Basically saying we should have um voter IDs and we should have we should film all the counting we should have a better system people i think every american left or right should want a fair election because the problem is in the next 4 years the people on the left are going to lose trust in the system because they're going to think that oh joe biden like they're going to dislike joe biden more and more as the day gets closer to 2024 and so they uh, are going to get fed up with the system and they're and they're going to look back at this election and kind of see oh this wasn't right something weird happened there and then they're not going to vote so people on the right people on the left are not going to vote in the next election so you know anyway but i i saw this article from daily wire and so all of this has resulted in people boycotting Disney, like the Netflix thing. And I was on that train for a little bit. I got off of it. I now still have Netflix, uh, or, I, or I got back on Netflix because I don't have cable, and it's like 12 bucks a month or whatever. And uh, it's a good deal. I'm not supporting what they did. I think it's terrible. But instead of this, this article from The Daily Wire, instead of... Boycotting Disney, conservatives should should demand their right to exist. So it goes into, you can read this article, but basically it goes into, instead of building our own platform or, or, or canceling that, we should, we should demand that conservatives should be able to have the right to exist in society and also on social media. Because what what's going to happen is you can have so many parlors, you can have so many gabs or whatever, and then it's going to drive a wedge in those platforms where it's going to be the left is going to be on Twitter and the right is going to be on Gab, and nothing is nobody really like nothing's really done about it like anything, and people don't really learn. I follow people on the left on Twitter. I still use Twitter. I think it's a great platform. I don't really agree with how they treat treat people that they don't agree with because they basically ignore violent tweets like this guy, uh, this guy, and they they take down the president uh, for bullshit reasons. So, um, so yeah. But it's it's a huge problem, and I think we don't fix it now. I mean, I mean, like this article says, it, it happens all the time. It, it it becomes like a routine thing that happens. It's like a pattern. Every it's like a it's like a never ending cycle. Someone gets canceled. Someone gets deleted. Nothing nothing really happens about it. And so I'm glad that people are speaking up about this because 
I don't I don't know if she's a conservative. I'm not really familiar with her, like I said. But it sounds to me like she were, very well could be. But the but the more important thing is, is I just hate cancel culture. I just hate it. And so, no matter who it is, if it's like, I mean, look, the guy with the wood chipper, he should have been fired. If it's like a, a legit thing, a legit reason, they should, they should get punished. But anyway, let's jump over here right into this story. I have no time to waste in this video. So I saw this and I thought, this can't be re real. Instagram is going to permanently ban users that send hate speech in their direct messages. Now, if you live in the U.S., I think you're good because this is basically based from um, the U.K. Uh, the, these fo these soccer players, I guess, because since we're in America, right, but basically U.K. football... Um, one of, one of the players got a racist or got, uh, a racist message in his DMs and, um, Instagram or Facebook, I guess, is wanting to do something about that. Or they complained to Facebook, um, about it. And so they're going to crack down. It sounds to me like they're going to try to cooperate with the with the uh, UK law, uh, the UK law um, enforcement authorities on hate speech. So this is from the Gateway Pundit. Um, in a statement about their censorship, Instagram boasted about 95% of the 6.5 million pieces of hate speech from July to September were censored by the platform without any anyone even reporting it. In other words, nobody was upset or offended, but the platform decided what you can and cannot see. Today we're announcing we'll, we'll take tougher action when we become aware of people breaking our rules and the DMs. Now, I've, I've, I've had this happen to me one time or another. I can't remember when exactly, but I've seen... Either I've had it happen to me or I've seen it happen to somebody else where I send them a message and they can't see it or they, uh, I've seen this happen to where they, they remove messages from the DMs. I think that's ridiculous. Currently, when someone sends a DM that breaks our rules, we prohibit that person from sending any more messages for a short period of time. Maybe that's what that was. Now, if somebody continues to send, send violating messages, we'll disable their account. We'll also disable new accounts created to get around our messaging restrictions and we'll continue to disable accounts we find are created purely to send abusive messages. I do agree with this last statement because I've, I can pull up on my phone, I, I won't, but I can pull up on my phone where these people, they send um, links and they're trying to sell whatever and they have it set up to where as soon as you follow them they they send you a link to go buy their deal that's annoying 
and that should be against their 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 policy. Instagram also added that they were they're committed to cooperating with the UK law enforcement authorities on hate speech and will respond to valid legal requests for information on these cases. We've we've we have really seen these types of broad anti-hate speech rules end up being exploited to target conservatives. First they're censored what we post publicly, now they censor private messages. The GOP is nowhere to be found to be to defend their voters. Exactly. Republicans don't give a fuck. Pardon my French, but they don't care. They don't care. So shout out to uh, Cassandra Fairbanks for this uh, awesome article. Um, yeah, you can go check out this. I'll leave a link. You can go read this story about these uh, British uh, football football players. Um, getting targeted with hate speech, being—I uh, don't know what—I I don't know what messages, but apparently it's been happening a lot to these. We had this Mark Little, the Bristol Rovers. I guess that's a—that's a yeah, that's a soccer team over there. Um, and then it happened to another player. So you can go read this article. This is a dangerous territory. This is a really dangerous territory we're 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 heading here now. Like I said, and what the hell is this? I ha- I have to see this is this is absolutely terrifying. Wow. Anyway, this is really. <laughs> anyway. Um... This is really dangerous territory because, just like it said, um, they've first censored public information, and now they're, they're trying to censor private. And that's really dangerous. That, that is scary. That is like way past 1984. That, that's, just, that's just crazy. Absolutely crazy, and so that's why I haven't been posting. That's one of the reasons why I haven't been posting on Instagram. I'm scared to post. I mean, you can. I mean, it doesn't really matter anymore what you post. I'm gonna get shadow banned. I'm gonna get um, my reach limited, which that's the same thing. I might get a post removed. They might remove it for whatever reason, and they don't tell you what the reason is they just deleted i i've had two accounts deleted in the past year so anyway that's enough of that so i don't know about you but i i'm i'm so over the mask thing you know i think a couple of weeks ago i saw an article joe biden wants to mail masks to people to make sure they wear them that's not going to work now, the CDC uh, has officially announced, put on their website, they changed their website around to where uh, you have to wear two masks now. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I, I just can't take it anymore. But what I, uh, you know, the, the, like another thing that also really annoys me is these dance videos from from the hospitals. They're still going on. And shout out to Elijah Schaefer for for uh, slightly offensive. These are it's his 
I, I took him from his Twitter. And so be sure to follow him. And I think he did it on his show maybe um, yesterday or something like that. But I just want to show you how ridiculous people are. So I have two clips and hopefully this works well. Hopefully I, I got my fingers crossed here, but I want to show you this first clip of these doctors dancing. I think this is the one. Take a look at this. Due to COVID-19, there are over 400,000 deaths. Do your part. Stay at home. The hospitals are full. Full. So yeah, um, I couldn't hear that. Hopefully, every, uh, the the sound on the video went through. Uh, but seeing that was just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, almost a year in a few weeks is going to be a year, and seeing and just seeing this crap go on is absolutely ridiculous. So, um, I don't know why they keep doing this, but I'm going to keep on exposing this and saying that it's stupid. If there was a real pandemic going on, which, look, there's people dying. It's a sad deal. I've been over this a thousand times. But if there's a real pandemic going on, uh, they wouldn't have time for this. Also, the second video is absolutely ridiculous, and I saved the best for last. This is just, well, just just watch it, and I'll, I'll talk about it later. My mask. my mask is my passport to the outside world. It's my armor, my armor, my shield, my shield, my savior. I didn't really like it at first, but it's sort of become my best friend. It started off as an uncomfortable face diaper. And it turned into a fashion statement. It's my new form of self-expression. But I admit that sometimes I needed to hide the sadness on my face. Seeing you. And you. And you and your masks. Always makes me feel a little bit better. So, uh, imagine your mask being your best friend. That's really sad. Uh, and you're, you know, all the mask is is just for protection. That's that's all it is. It's just for decoration. That's all it is. And uh, look, if you want to wear two masks, three masks, four masks, go right ahead. So I can roast you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like, do whatever you want. That's fine. But. Uh, I'm not going to wear three masks. Uh, you can if you want to. Um, and maybe there's more to those videos. Uh, you can get, you can check out Elijah Schaefer's Twitter um, or his YouTube or whatever, Rumble. Um, so but I just wanted to share that and show you how ridiculous this uh, mask cult has gotten. Well, we all know that Biden is not doing a good job so far. He, he's just not. 
Despite your political views, I think we can all agree that Biden is a terrible president. And I think every American out there is going to see that uh, in the next six months. How do I know that? Is He's just terrible. He's basically taking Trump's plan and saying that, oh, this is my plan. Trump didn't didn't uh, leave me with anything. Um, and when they first got into office, they're like, this is the worst. Like, this is worse off than we expected. Now, I don't know, but I assume that Trump did a pretty good job rolling this vaccine out. Like, whether or not if you disagree with it or agree with it or not. Now, I will say... I I agree with a lot of, of what Ben Shapiro says. I think he's a smart guy. But him pushing this vaccine um it's a little bit weird to me. I don't I don't like that. And I think I covered this on the show before, but uh that's one thing I strongly disagree. Uh now I know you know his wife's a doctor, he talks about it all the time. Um but this is what this is what uh, the video said. Uh, we've now purchased enough supply to vaccinate all Americans. That's their goal. That is their goal. So I want to play you a clip here. Um, take a look. We bought more vaccines. Two weeks ago, I directed Jeff Science, who's here with me, my COVID-19 response coordinator, to work with the Department of Health and Human Services to purchase more vaccines. Just this afternoon, we signed the final contracts for 100 million more Moderna and 100 million more Pfizer vaccines. We're also able to move up the delivery dates with an additional 200 million vaccines to the end of July, faster than we expected. And in further good news, both companies agreed and we're now contractually obligated to, exp to, to expedite delivery of 100 million doses that were promised them by the end of May. That's a month faster. That means lives will be saved. That means we're now on track to have enough supply for 300 million Americans by the end of July. It may not sound like the urgent progress we need, but let's be clear. When I took office just three weeks ago, this country did not have a plan or enough vaccines, or people to vaccinate Americans, any, at all Americans, any time, at any point in 2021. Within three weeks, round the clock work with so many people, people standing behind me and in front of me, we've now purchased enough vaccine supply to vaccinate all Americans. And now we're working to get those vaccines into the arms of millions of people. So yeah, that's the clip. Um... And what are your thoughts on that? Do you, uh, do you, are you going to get the vaccine? Who's going to get the vaccine? Comment down below. Now, it, it's fine if you do. I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying that I'm not going to get it. Because I'm in my 20s. And I think that if you're going to get it, I think that you should be elderly. I like what they're doing in Florida. I think the governor, I think he, I'm pretty sure he came out and said that the, He's not going to get the vaccine before all the elderly people. So, um, and what's the deal with masks? Biden, why is Biden wearing a mask? 
what's he's nowhere i think there's a lady right by, right beside him but other than that take off the damn mask what in uh, like i don't know i just i just can't take it anymore um but this is another video that i wanted to show you right here um Mother buys insulin for a child for the first time since Biden became president. The price has gone up from $60 to 328 Now, I had to go to this guy's uh, Telegram to download the full video. It's a 10-minute long video, but I watched it last night, and I wanted to show you... I wanted to share this video. Now, this may get taken down. This may get removed, but I honestly don't care at this point. I think people need to see this. I don't know who this lady is. Um, I don't know where this is at. I mean, obviously, it's in the in the, in the U.S. Um, but we all remember this story back in uh, this this woman. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody saw this video. This woman right here. She uh, her son had type one diabetes, and he required two uh, or. Uh, uh, Insulin every two hours. Sorry. And sorry for the ads. I don't know what the deal is with the Daily Wire or the Daily Mail. Um, but you all saw that video. And this was actually before Trump was president. Now, it's good that people are sending her money and... and uh, or not not uh, not Trump, but Biden. But uh, it's good that, that people are sending her money. I think that, that she really needed help. Uh, really sad story. And but there, But, I mean, I don't care who's president... It shouldn't be this much for insulin, especially when it costs them pennies to make. So watch this video. I'm going to play it. It's like 10 minutes, 11 minutes long. And I think everybody needs to see this video just to show you that Biden is definitely in bed with these pharmaceutical companies. And, it's, and, and that's why he's... He's doing this vaccine deal. That's why he he uh, reversed the insulin thing. He you know shut that off that that Trump put in place last fall. And that's why he's doing all this stuff. And so here's the video. Give me your thoughts in the comments. Check it out. So I went to the pharmacy to go get Hayden's insulin filled today. And I want to tell you something. Hayden has type 1 diabetes. He goes through a month of this insulin. He, he goes through a box of this insulin. It's a Novolog every single month. Now there are a lot of people with diabetes who go through multiple boxes of this insulin per month because we eat most of the time low carb. He requires less of this. In 2020, when Trump was president, our monthly payment for Hayden's insulin, and insulin is not a negotiable product. It's a product that Hayden will be dependent on for the rest of his life in order to stay alive. 
uh, it's not rationable. Like you can't ration it in order to make it go longer. You guys, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Not so much for Hayden because we can absorb this cost. Last year under Trump, our insulin payment went to $60 a month for this box. This is the first time I got this insulin prescription filled since Biden was inaugurated into office. And if you voted him in, I'm a little mad today. I'm a little mad. Uh, because I went to the window of the pharmacy and they said, we set it aside because it, it's really expensive. Now I love our pharmacist, but I'm like, what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> Like, do you want me to say, well, we'll just pass on it for a month? We can't pass on it. We are stuck. We are stuck as a family who doesn't go to the doctor because we're, we see how the system operates. I just was at the dentist getting a crown replacement and the dentist and I were talking about how, what a screw job insurance is. Because we see it as providers, as people who work with insurance companies, as business owners in the healthcare profession. We see what a screw job it is. Do you know how much I, you know how much I paid for this one box of insulin? I paid $328 for this one box of insulin. That lasts him a month. I paid $328. And that was with the coupon from the company. Do you know how much I would have paid without the coupon? $500. I would have paid $500 for this one box of life-saving insulin for my son, which by the way, cost pennies for the manufacturers to make. And I see you guys saying you're sorry, but sorry is not enough, you guys. And if you think that this is just the story of my family and what Biden has in store, you are so blind. You are so blind. He is so corrupt. He is costing tens of thousands of people their livelihoods. <sighs> this is not my president. He is an evil man. He is an evil, evil man. I don't want you to hold my hand and cry with me. I want you to get pissed off. I don't want you to cry. I want you to get pissed off. I want you to speak out. I want you to rebel. I want you to say this is not okay in our country. There's so much apathy. And so many people are brainwashed. Turn off your television sets. 
Turn off your television sets. They are lying to you. They are deceiving you. They are fear-mongering you into compliance. And it is my family and the families like my family that are going to be the first ones in line. And I want you to take a good look at who Biden is putting into his cabinet, into positions of power. They are among the most criminal, corrupt, awful people who sell out our nation. He put people in charge of our medical, our medical world who said the guy that he put at the top of our medical is on record saying if you are 75 years old, you are good to go to pasture and die because you've proven your worth. They define the worthiness of humans. Do you understand that? They define the worthiness of humans and who is viable for life. And this is what they do. They cut off things that people need for life. And I'm telling you, if you have a child with special needs in the, the era of Biden, they're worthless. My son and my mom with diabetes are worthless to Biden. They are worthless. Their lives are meaningless. So once again, I'm going to say enough being sad. I am sad, but more than that, I am so angry. I'm so angry. And I'm angry at those of you, not you, those of us who continue to be brainwashed and are not awake and do not see what is happening and do not understand that our country is a country that was founded for the people by the people. Not for the tyrant with a pen that writes executive orders in his hand. We the people need to start being the people. We need to start saying no. There are, did you see South Dakota and North Dakota are starting to say, we are not going to be ruled under the executive order. Every state needs to do that. Iowa. You need to do that. Every state. And you know what's going to make that happen? When we the people say, we will not be governed by a tyrant. We will not. We will not. We need to wake up. I am angry at my local medical community. I am angry at Sanford Health System. If you saw the way that our family and multiple other families were treated, you would be so angry. Angry is not a bad emotion when it is righteous anger and when people's lives are being shot to poo. We have a reason to be angry. But that angry is meant to be put, to put us into action. Not apathy, not to roll over and die. And so for every single one of you who are Christians, every single one of you who are my neighbors, who see the corruption and say, oh, well, wait until two years from now. Oh, well, wait until four years from now until we have another election. Wake up. This election was stolen. There is evidence right before your eyes that it was stolen from we the people.
and this dictator put himself into office and have you even heard him speak? He's a bumbling fool whose mind is gone, which tells us that someone else is in charge. There are those of you who are family members on here, and I know you've disagreed with me about politics, but do you think that Hayden's insulin should cost $500 a month? Do you think anybody should have to pay $500 a month for one box? I am so mad. I am so mad. Get mad. Get mad and then move into action. All right, enough. I know I'm yelling, but when you go to the pharmacist and they put the medicine aside because they know that it costs so much, come on. <sighs> These days are evil and it's going to be the people. It's going to be the people with the Holy Spirit in them that says, this is not, this is not how we roll. Anybody who wants to meet with me for coffee and to tell me how I'm a conspiracy theor theorist, you look at this box of insulin and you tell me that I'm a conspiracy theorist. You look at this box of insulin. Enough said. So yeah, um, I know that was kind of long. That was like 12 minutes long or something like that. But I think, like I want everybody to hear that. That that was just really raw and emotional and just really ridiculous. It really, it really pisses you off that this is happening. There's no reason to, for a box, a, a month's supply to go from $60 to $500 and then with a coupon it's still it's still 300 bucks now it sounds to me that she was in a little bit better financial situation to cover the cost but again it it, sh it shouldn't be it shouldn't be an issue it, this shouldn't be the problem So like I said, Joe Biden is in bed with these companies. And this is this is what they want to do. Is they want to make it hard for for people just to to survive. They want to cut out the uh, the disabled and the elderly and this is this is their plan. This is their plan people. I I can't do an Alex Jones um, impression, but she was 100% right in what she said. Now, this video may get pulled, but for the people who see it, um, there's a Telegram link. I'll put the guy's Telegram link in the description below so you can watch it on there. You can download this video. Like I said, I have no idea who this person is, but this video was recorded in the past three weeks sometime. So I just wanted to share that because I felt that was, um, it really hit a nerve with me because uh, I have people that are diabetic 
and it, like in my family, and it, it really is upsetting. So earlier today, Dave Ramsey was trending on Twitter, and I clicked on it and saw what it was, and I and uh, he was basically making the left and the you know Twitter uh, blue check marks upset with uh, his recent Fox News. Uh, clip. Basically, he was talking about the stimulus check, and he's like, I don't believe in a stimulus check. You shouldn't rely on the government. Like, you shouldn't have to rely on the government um, to help you. And, you know, these people need help. Absolutely. But I think he said something about it's it's like uh, it's like a peen on a forest fire. It's not gonna do it anything at all. Um, now, uh, Dave Ramsey did a video today on his show talking about it, and I highly recommend. I can't play the full thing because of uh, it's just a long video, and so you can go. I'll leave a link down below. You probably already watched it, but if you haven't, go check this out. I watched it earlier, and it was it was really really awesome. Uh, I like what I had to say. Basically, talking about the government is not going to come and and change your life. Um, don't rely on the government. Um, like, and he was talking about both sides. He was talking about, like, he actually said AOC is not going to change your life. People on the right are not going to change your life. Republicans, it's just no. And uh, people on Twitter have absolutely lost their minds. It's funny. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with Dave Ramsey, one of his baby steps is uh, save a thousand dollars. And so this uh, this guy is like, everyone needs $1,000. And then he said, also Dave Ramsey. Now, I do... I do understand that it's kind of weird. Or it's kind of stupid for him. You know, he hasn't really had any problems. Like, he really hasn't struggled. Right? You know what I'm saying? In the past 30 years. Just to be honest. Like, he's... he's I mean, he's struggled in his life but not in the past 25 years, probably. Financially. I mean, I mean, he's probably struggled in other... But but financially, he's doing all right, okay? So for him to come out and say, $600 is not going to change your life, well, it, you know, if you... Like, it just depends what you make. But basically what he's saying is that if you follow my steps and you already have $1,000 saved... You don't have to wait on the government to give you the thousand dollars, and if, if it, this should be a wake up call to everybody out there that if two thousand dollar is gonna is gonna is gonna save your life, then you need to get your stuff together. So, I want to play this clip, and you can go check out that link in the description. Here's this clip from Dave Ramsey that went viral earlier today that makes there that is making liberals cry. It's really. Awesome. Well, to start with, we need to understand we got $1.7 trillion in student loan debt. $192 billion out of that, not so much. Let's do some ratios, folks. If we're going to do math, we probably ought to play math. Now, on top of that, when you dig into it, the whole idea that, that student loans being forgiven is going to stimulate the economy, that assumes that people were getting ready to pay them off this year and instead would use that same $40,000 that they were getting ready to pay off their student loan and stimulate the economy with it. Again, that's economic hogwash. It's smoke <laughs> and mirrors. It's simply not going to happen. Dave, I just think there's a, there's a moral hazard doing this. 
You're oh, young. absolutely. You, you signed a financial contract. You have an obligation to pay that money back. Absolutely. And, well, listen, there's some situations where folks are hurting and this thing has become, it's gotten completely out of hand. Yeah. I mean, there are people's lives who have been destroyed by this program. Somebody needs some relief somewhere. I'm fine with that. But this has nothing to do with really helping people. This is a political gimme by progressives simply trying to buy votes. And we know that because when you go from 10,000 in forgiveness to 50,000 in forgiveness, the people who benefit are not lower income people. The vast majority of people that have an average income or less have less than $10,000 of student loan debt. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of people who would be blessed by moving it from 10 to 50 are high income earners. So again, this is all political yeah. rhetoric. You know, it's Dave, not reality. Dave, you come from an interesting perspective. You talk to Americans across the country every day on your radio program. Yeah. What, what, what do you believe is the right number or the right answer for, a, for the next stimulus check? Well, I don't believe in a stimulus check because if $600 or $1,400 changes your life, you were pretty much screwed already. You got other issues going on. Uh, you have a you have a career problem, you have a debt problem, you have a relationship problem, you have a mental health problem. Something else is going on if $600 changes your life. And that's not talking down to folks. I've been bankrupt. I've been broke, and I work with people every day who are hurting. I love people. I want people to be lifted up. But this is again, it is it is just political rhetoric, and it's just throwing dollars out there. It's peeing on a forest fire. It's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, uh, that's the video. Give me your thoughts in, this, in the comments below. I really do like Dave Ramsey. I've been listening to him for years and years and years. And uh, he really has give me and, and you know my family a lot of wisdom when it comes to uh, money and things like that. And he's, he's actually one of the last conservative voices other than Rush Limbaugh like Rush is like the biggest name right now but he he's he's like the like independently owned he still owns his show he's one of the last like the biggest independent radio host so uh that's that's really awesome that's something I really respect about Dave so anyway um that's the video guys give a like and a, and a sub if you like the content be sure to check out the links in the description if you want to support the channel. And uh, until next time, thanks for watching.